grown, dude. Get it. Look at that at the Hey now, hey now, hey now, hey now. What is shaking with you today, superstar? Oh, you look so fantastic. You got yourself all dolled up to come down and hang out with us again here today for another Dan Cable Presents podcast. And we appreciate it so much because, you know, when you come in here all slobbily looking, it just kind of downplays the program. You know what I mean? Program. What are you Sorry. talking about, man? Oh, come on. Quit it. I mean, look at you. <laughs> you look fantastic. Why does everybody... Let's give him a round of applause. Yes, it's Dan Cable. We love him. You love him. Let's go we into the live you. room and get the real conversation going. It's Dan Cable Presents, everybody. Yeah! Oh, my. What is good, everybody? Doing it again, live from the space. Yeah. We got Sam Densmore here today. We're going to talk about a new record that he's dropping, as well as a European tour and uh, his appearance on camera and how his aesthetic is working, <laughs> which is nice. You're killing it, Sam. Thanks. You're doing it, man. Super uh, fresh. Let's just have you uh, get into a jam here. What are you going to kick the program off with? I'm going to kick off the program with a live rendition of my song, Wide-Eyed Tripper. I just released a video for this last week, and uh, so... Hence my decision to promote this song on Dan Cable Presents. <laughs> nice, dude. This afternoon. Here we go. What a wide-eyed tripper. Everything to everyone. He makes you think that you know him. But you never know anyone No, you never know anyone No, you never know anyone Yellow roses, chocolate candy Friendly hugs, kisses Just a sampling of his offerings Dressed in bright blue jeans and Swizzler licorice smiles Anytime, anywhere, he'll take you there He can see for miles Try and take advantage of the person you are Says you should push and fight all the time Just to stay on par with all the liars and thieves out there You're lucky when you're alone That's a lie of the devil, baby If there ever was one If there ever was one If there ever was, ever was one Yellow roses, chocolate candy, friendly hugs, kisses Just a sampling of his offerings Dressed in bright blue jeans and Twizzler licorice smiles Anytime, anywhere, he'll take you there, he can see for miles you're a wide-eyed tripper Everything to everyone He knows he does not know you Cause 
he can see through you 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 what a wide-eyed tripper <laughs> yeah, yeah dude that's an awesome song that's the uh is that the track that plays out heavy mellow your new new album or it, it is on the album okay yeah yeah is um i don't know if you sent it over to me and uh i don't know if it came through in order or it if didn't come through okay. in order no right on well <laughs> it's a cool outro song for the alternate uh listening uh version the alternate experience. If, if, uh, if Wide Eye Tripper is the last song, it's a very cool one to It's to a play cool one to end on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a cool song, man. I <laughs> checked you. out the video for it. It's pretty uh, wild. Yeah. Um, and you had told me that that was uh, maybe not the first attempt at making a video for this uh, in promotion for this European tour that you're doing in this new record. No, it wasn't. And it was a, it was a real process because I'm, I'm not a video guy, but I'm much more a video guy now. I understand a whole lot more about the process than I ever have. Yeah, well, what probably was... than I ever even wanted to, but it's all good. <laughs> what was the process like making that that video for that? Uh, actually, this one was it was really fun. It was I we I met with the director uh, Douglas, and we talked about making videos for maybe three different songs. And so I was like, you know, whichever one of these songs speaks to you will probably work. So. Um, Let's see what we can do. And within three days, he got back to me, and he had a whole storyline written out. He had all of the shots written out. The whole thing was ready to, you know, ready to be shot, even though we had never been to the location. Um, but we went out to the location, which was in uh, South Bend, Washington, where uh, my friends own this old Victorian mansion that they're refurbishing. And so we had this really great, spooky place to shoot this video, and it worked really well with the concept that he had and yeah yeah dude it's a sweet video it, it's very it's got got some creepy moments yeah i think the lipstick is probably my uh it's probably it's probably everybody's favorite part and that, uh, it's a love hate kind of scene you know that scene that you're going down the stairs with the uh golf club yeah 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 <laughs> really all funny. found objects so yeah. good that stuff was just all in the in the abandoned just all house. happened to be there yeah that's rad man <laughs> well i think the uh the first time i met you was like i don't know i guess Six or seven months ago, like you were hanging out at Jade Lounge for a show. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, I, I somehow overheard that you had like just got back from maybe playing a uh, string of shows, a little tour, and I was just like, "Oh, you play music!" And I was at that time, um, I was pretty early in doing this, so I was just kind of you know on the hunt for for artists around. Something so, new. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I let you know that I, I did the show, and then you had uh, reached out to me to to come on, and I'm glad that we're getting the opportunity to finally uh, yeah, talk about what here. you got going on, man, because I know you're going on this European tour, and you got this new album coming out, but I definitely, uh, I get the vibe from you that you've been doing this for a little while, and you come across as a seasoned musician or somebody that's been around... Uh, you know, just been playing music for a long time, so I just kind of would love to, you know, put some pieces together before we, you know, get into 
what you got going on now, but like, how did you get into songwriting and oh, your wow. start as a musician? How far um, back been, do we go for that? I've been playing music since I was 10 years old. Okay. And, um, but I didn't really start, but I think it is I always wanted to be a singer. But being 10 years old, you know, I was like, well, I've got this little Mickey Mouse voice, and I don't think that's going to really roll it. <laughs> I can't really get started on that right away. So I thought, well, fuck it, you know, maybe I'll try and shred on the lead guitar, you know. So I got real into that. And, um, you know, I was the kind of kid that would sit in his room and play guitar for five or six hours at a stretch. And I did that every day for probably the first three or four years that I played. And so by the time I was 14, I was out playing in bars and um, playing in a band, and we would play like nine to two you know, cover tunes. And um, I was that weird little hotshot lead guitar player kid, you know, in this band. So I didn't, I always wanted to write songs and be a singer, but that didn't really come about until a little bit later. I think I was probably 15 or 16 and I started really writing songs. And um, by the time uh, I got out of high school and went, I went to college for music, um, but it was like, well, if I'm going to keep playing rock and roll, I just only want to do my own music. I don't really want to you know, spend a bunch of time learning covers and stuff like that ever again. <laughs> so I haven't done that in a long time, which is kind of rubs some people the wrong way, I guess. They're like, come on, we want to hear that old tune that we all know. So I just kind of stubbornly stick to my guns and pretty much exclusively play original material and perform 100 shows a year doing that. Yeah, man, like I, you shouldn't play covers if you don't want to. That's, no, I that's mean, lame and you're not going to... It's probably going to come through in the performance, too. It's just going to be like, oh, he doesn't seem like he's, uh, you know, really feeling it. Or It's just know. a funny thing. I mean, in fact, that song I just played was kind of inspired by uh, this cat who was like, well, you know, there's a lot of work out there, you know, if you'll just, uh, you know, buckle down, learn some cover tunes, you know, or, you know, come up with this great uh, theme for some kind of act you want to come up with, you could work at old folks' homes. And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? You know, It's a funny thing. I had a friend the other day who was like, man, you know what's cool about your music is that I could see, see it in a rock and roll bar or it could also be at a hotel bar. You know, like you could just kind of blend in if you... And I was like, wow, I wonder if that must... Is that... <laughs> <laughs> that's how people see me, I guess, you know? It's kind of a strange th thing to image yourself as a solo acoustic artist when you write, essentially, rock and roll tunes, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, so, because I don't really fit in with the bluegrass kids, and I don't really fit in with the psychedelic kids, and I don't really fit in with the metal kids or the rock kids, you know? I'm just, like, me out yeah. here in the world. So it's a little bit of a challenge sometimes. Yeah, man, I like <laughs> I like your style. I, I like, uh, like, it's obviously, I don't know, you're playing rock and roll tunes and you're a singer songwriter and that like that's probably where you get pushed most of the time right like into yeah. that i mean and, and it's it's just, it's a strange thing you know it's a strange thing even when i put a band together i've been playing music with the the cats from pretty gritty you know for the last couple of years and we've been doing some touring and stuff and um it's a funny thing how many times we would get booked with bluegrass bands. And my music has nothing to do with bluegrass, <laughs> you know? And I thought, this is so weird, you know? And when, even I know that when they play, they have a little bit more of that kind of influence. But when they play with me, it's not really like that at all. Um, but it's a funny thing, you know, how, how people perceive what you do, where you find yourself. Yeah, uh, I perceive it to have... Uh a punk rock element to it, to yeah, be honest see, with you. I think about Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, you know? Yeah, That's what I love. Sure. I love stuff like that, you know? like. And it's not necessarily like I think that you're, you're playing 
punk rock songs, but I don't know. It just kind of like it's this folky punk thing to me, and it it just has that grit and some of like I think a lot of it has that attitude to me. Yeah. So cool. I don't know. Um, yeah, I like to <laughs> turn it up means. on its head. You know, I try not to be too predictable, and I, uh, I that's one thing I think uh, I was kind of strive to do as a solo act is not be boring. So I try to keep it entertaining, you know, as much as I can. So sometimes it's, it's funny how often I get asked to turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I've only seen you play out once, and it was at the Star Day like a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that and was in, uh, That was serious business. I know you, had, you were having a rough time with sound, like just feedback and whatnot. And, um, but it was also like – I don't know. Yeah, obviously, I would have liked you to have seen you, you know, playing in in something that in a venue that sounded a little better. But it was fun to watch you manage it because to me, it was very clear that you that you are like a seasoned player and you have like a lot of experience playing out and like this is what you do. So, like, I think when you can, you know, play a good show in that environment, like that's that's a strong like showing of how you perform and whatnot. Thanks. So, yeah. And it seemed like you were just having fun with it. Like you knew what it was. You were just like, oh, I'm going to have to deal with this sound. Like this is this is what's happening. Sometimes so, it just is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I still enjoyed it. And now it's really awesome to get to hear you like clearly through some headphones and, and things n- nicely dialed in and, and mixed down, you know. So it's a it's a nice contrast from the Star Day th- theater performance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Um what did you study when you went to school for music? Were you just a like guitar nerd or uh, or well, did you learn like do you know how to do a bunch of production work as well? Initially um I went I started college at the Art Institute of Seattle um for audio engineering and marketing, you know, music business marketing. And I spent maybe just one term there and uh, that's not, this isn't really the place for me, you know, I'd rather be playing music. So I switched over and went to Cornish College of the Arts in Seattle for classical guitar. Did that for a little while. And then some twists and turns happened. I ended up back in my hometown in Coos Bay and spent another year and a half at the community college there studying classical music and, um, you know, basic stuff, just, you know, theory and ear training and, you know, things you do in classical music school. And then... From there, I transferred to Evergreen State College, and uh, I was involved in this program they, that they had there. It was a senior-level program called the uh, Music Composition and Technology. So it was all recording, engineering, and music comp all mashed together for nice. a solid year and a half there. And the th- thing that was awesome about Evergreen, I'm going to sound like I'm like promoting them or something, but um, the thing that was awesome <laughs> about that as a, uh, as a recording school was that there, there weren't that many students, and the campus is huge. And they, even when I was there, there were like eight different studios, so you never got locked out of the studio. Anytime you needed a book studio time, you could do it. And so anybody that does this stuff knows that that's the most important thing. You need lots of hands-on experience and time working with the with the equipment and experimenting. And that that was a really a good experience for me. You know, you could check out expensive microphones from the library and. Take them home with a four track. You could do all kinds of cool stuff there. Plus, it was the mid '90s, and I was in Olympia, which was like the punk rock 
capital of the West Coast at the time. And so um, I had this band while I was living there, Slow Children, and we used to play um, a lot. You know, we'd play with big bands and stuff when they came to town or we'd go out and tour. Good times, you know. That's rad, dude. Yeah. So uh, how long have you been out in Portland? I've been in Portland for 12 years. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Um, you want to play another jam? Sure, man. And then we'll uh, talk I'll do about, it. Talk about heavy mellow and this. I'm trying to think here. What this do I European play? adventure that you're going on. It's going to be an adventure. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> tell you what? I'll tell you what. We got a YouTube channel. Dan you Cable what? presents YouTube Yo. channel. All right. So this tune is called Flood You. And uh, this is uh, the lead single off of a record I got coming out in April called Open Marriage. And um, so I'm going to play this one for you now. Right on. Here we go. Okay. Make sure this is set right. Saying you wanted things to change Just how you didn't know You made up phony reasons So you wouldn't have to grow You've only got the weather to blame If everything falls apart You want things to change Hey now here's a start Hey, now here's a start Wave a goodbye to your old friends You gotta keep on moving on A river to the ocean a waterfall, a waterfall, a waterfall, a waterfall, a waterfall, a waterfall. Life no longer what you make it Sublimating to the sky Don't resist the whims of nature Stop for long to wonder why You can't predict the weather Everything's not right all the time Streaming through the desert Eventually things will be fine Someday it's gonna rain You know someday the clouds will come It's gonna rain It's gonna flood you It's gonna flood you It's gonna flood you It's gonna flood you 
Yes, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a cool jam, dude. Thank you. Do you uh you feel like you're writing the best tunes you've ever written at like at this time? Like you feel pretty good about I, I do feel like I'm a stronger songwriter than I've, I've ever been. I think that makes it harder to write songs because it takes longer to write them now because I'm more critical of what I'm doing. Yeah, because once you hit like a certain marker, you're kind of like, oh, now they all need to be this good or like at least be able to hold their ground with that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I've been playing for a long time. And so, um, I mean, really, I've been focused on the solo thing since about 2001, I guess. And I mean, I've had bands and stuff in between there, but um, the past seven years, especially, I've been playing a lot alone, more so than with a group. And sometimes I'll mix it up or, or not. But the thing is, what I was trying to say, the point I was trying to make is that you get it all that time and you do have certain songs that definitely poke their heads out, you know. And it doesn't necessarily matter when you wrote them, you know, in the timeline, but um, certain songs are always going to poke out. Sometimes you think you've written some great song and then five years later, it's like you never play it anymore. It's, <laughs> it's not part of, part of your whole, whole trip anymore, you know. Right. Um, so, but generally speaking, yeah, I do feel like I'm a more discerning songwriter now than I ever have been. <laughs> yeah, I man, hope I, I'm making progress anyway. I I definitely think so. I mean, I I tried to catch up a little bit on what you had released in the past, like "Sad Songs for a Sad World," and then "Cathartic," which is a mashup. Like the first half of that is uh, "Sad Songs for a Sad World," yeah, and then the other half is a, like another like a separate another record. And, uh, like, there's some rad tunes on there, like uh, the Grandma's Art song. That's a super, super good song. And, and I dig those uh, those tunes as well. It just was uh, when you sent me the heavy mellow songs, I just was like, oh, this is, like, really feels like Sam is, like, tapping into to what he does, like, really well. Cool. Like, with, with this group of songs. And... Uh, yeah, I don't. It's it's got some. Uh, it's got a lot of different feels because of the lead guitar work that that seems to be on there, and the the bigger guitar, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's got some like psychedelic and surf rock feels at times, and then just like some heavy Americana, like Western riffs, and just like really cool stuff, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's a it's a very cool vibe, and I don't know. I hear a lot of different things when I listen to your music. I don't think you sound like Michael Stipe necessarily, but I think you have this delivery that is very uh, similar to his at times. And I'm just like, oh, this kind of feels like an REM jam, like especially yeah. radio silence. Like, I, Right, I can see that. You know? And um, I just, I'm just a big REM fan too, so I'm going <laughs> to hear what I want to hear, I guess. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I love REM. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I dig these tunes. It's very cool. Thank you. Um are most of these songs tunes that have been uh, around for a little while for you? Um, the stuff, yeah, Heavy Mellow is a, is a comp record. So um, there's tra tracks um, spanning from 2010 to 2017 nice. on that. And so some of them are actually from the forthcoming full length I've got coming out in April, um, which has like a full six-piece band on it. Um, uh, three of the tunes are from Quit Work, Make Music, which is a split EP that I did with Curtis Irie a few years ago. And then uh, since that CD is no longer in print, I really like three of those songs on there. And um, so I took those three and threw those on the heavy mellow. Um, and since we were trying to get this, um, 
more of a focus on the timeline. You know, I went ahead and put them on in chronological order, you know. So it's like it starts with So Complex, you know, and then She's Gonna Want You, and then we move into the Quit Work, Make Music stuff, and then we get into some of the Open Marriage stuff. Nice. And um, so you can get a sense of where it started and where it's gone. Um, it's ironic to me because now I'm kind of like back to uh, playing alone a lot more than I was, and this Euro- European tour is definitely um, – I'm trying to think of the word um, promoted that idea, so to speak. I mean, I because I can't really afford to take a band with me on this trip, so it's going to be a solo tour. And I was trying to focus on um, stuff that's going to come off well that way, so people don't show up at the show, show and be disappointed. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's also nice that you'll have like a new uh, new album to bring with you. That's not the open marriage one, since that won't like really. With the full band, I'm sure it's not going to be like a great representation for those people to be like, I want to buy what I saw. Right, know? exactly. And I mean, so so that was kind of the idea is that we're you know, trying to put it out there that I'm a solo artist and that that's, that, that's what it's all about. So, Right on, dude. Um, yeah, so what do you think? Is it time for another song? Um, Are we there yet? I mean, we got, we got time to... We got all kinds to of geek out a little bit, you know, if you if you want, like yeah, we can keep. I'm definitely uh, curious to know. Did, did you uh, engineer and mix all of? Uh, I did this new, all all these new tunes. Um, or? Well, it's a group effort. Uh, There's so complex that stuff. All the stuff from sad songs was done in my living room. Um, I lived in St. John's. I had this house I was renting, and I just recorded every everything there. Um, uh, so Cat Years, that EP was done at, at the studio I shared with Jeremy Wilson, and he actually produced and recorded that. Um, that's all done to tape, which is kind of cool. Um, the uh, Quit Work, Make Music stuff, again, I was back in my basement with Curtis Irie, so the, the two of us were uh, working together, um, engineering and producing that material. And then uh, Open Marriage, um, again, was such a big band the way we cut that whole record um two of the tracks we did with mike kirkendall at his house and so he actually recorded and produced that stuff again on tape but we the way he got me started on this kick where i was, I was recording live with the rhythm section and doing my guitar my acoustic guitar and my lead vocals live with in the same room with sarah and blaine um and at first i was just like what how are we going to have separation? Is this going to be, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know, he's like, no, no, don't worry about it. I got it covered. So, um, and it actually turned out really well. I, I really enjoyed the results. You know, he was very staunchly opposed to using a click track and stuff like that. So um, I felt like uh, we got a little bit more of an organic kind of vibe to those recordings. And so I took some of those things and applied that stuff and, in recording at my studio for the rest of the record. Um, and so we did, again, live on the floor, you know, with the drums and the bass and the acoustic guitar and the lead vocals all live. Um, and then, uh, but I did use Click <laughs> for the rest of the record. Um, <laughs> just looking, looking for a little bit more punch to it, you know. Uh, and so, I, of, course, of course, since I'm in the other room there, I'm not engineering that stuff, you know? Yeah. So I have a couple different guest engineers that came in and worked and, and tracked that stuff. And then for the overdubs, I was recording and producing all that stuff. Crazy, man. I mixed it all myself, too. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome to, uh, it's awesome to have that tool to, 
you know, to be able to do things like that. Well, it's a funny thing working as a producer because I found myself um, – part of the whole reason I got, I think, think started off on a solo kick, I'd been producing a lot. And I had kids, you know, and there were a few years there where I wasn't really outperforming a lot live. So um, most of the time if I was working on music, it was somebody else's music and I was sitting behind the board, you know. And we go through this whole process. We'd do this meticulous process of pre-production and then, you know, ironing out all the lyrics and the songs and then, you know, recording the songs with all these cool musicians and stuff. And I'd be kind of sitting back there thinking, you know, I'm so burned out on this whole process. It's so extreme, you know? <laughs> For sure. And so I just had this real desire to make a record, to really be able to make a record in two weeks or less, you know, and just go in and just do it instead of overanalyzing everything and overdubbing everything and having it turn into this process that takes a year and a half or two years to get 10 stupid songs recorded, you know? And I thought, <laughs> Absolutely. and the thing is, and I started playing music pretty early, you know, in the eighties. And like, I started going hitting recording studios in 1988, you know, and it was all tape. And so we go in with a band and, you know, just knock out some tunes and turned out really good. And I thought, how come nobody does that anymore? And then I started thinking about, about it. And it's, I think there are a few different reasons why. Um, number one is because you just don't have to. And I think that a lot of musicians are kind of lazy and don't really care about playing well. So it's kind of like, you know, well, I can just fix it later. I can just take it again. And we can do 35 takes of my yeah. solo and then pick the best one or hack it together and make some Franken solo, you know. And, but I think that I just really wanted to get back to ma making records on my music where it was more like a legit performance is actually happening. And it, you know, I can play and sing the song from the beginning to the end and the band can all play it. And yeah, sure, if you need to drop a note or two in here or there on the bass, fine, you know, or whatever. But um, where the meat of the work is done in real time was really the goal. And that's kind of been, kind of been working my way back to that since like 2009, you know? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude, I'm about that. Like I, I, that just captures a much different energy that way too. Yeah, and I think that with a band, like when you have everything isolated, there's something about that. You have flexibility there when you're an engineer or producer with isolation and stuff like that. But I also believe that if you get a group in a room and you've got, even if the amps aren't cranked up, you know, and the drummer and everybody's playing in the same room, you know, there's a certain kind of a, a je ne sais quoi to that, or there's there are overtones that are happening. There's there's something there's literally some magic happening in the room that you can't capture any other way. There's just no other way to do it, you know? And so the way I see it is why try to recreate that when you can just do that, you know? That's like, Sam Densmore, everybody. Just dropping knowledge yeah. on the podcast <laughs> right now. Has uh have you been able to travel all around the United States playing music, man? Uh, mostly it's just been West Coast. I think I've done nine states on the West Coast cool. in my life, and including Alaska. Cool. Um, and just, uh, yeah, I've been touring and stuff for a long time, since the mid-90s, off and on, you know? Will this be the first run that you make to Europe? This will be my first European tour, yeah. Pretty stoked or what? Well, I'm stoked. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit quaking in my boots over here, though, because uh, I had a have a good friend who who's going to accompany me and be like my uh, my roadie hype man guy, help me drive and stuff, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's actually run into some uh, health problems. I don't think he's going to be able to make it. And now we're like, you know, we're like 
21 days away from fly, flying away and I don't think dude's going to be able to go and I don't have oh, anybody dude. to go with me. So That's I think it might just end up being me. And some of these drives are like six and eight hours. Um, so it's going to be hardcore. We'll see if I survive. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should uh, send us a message from the road, man. <laughs> if I can pick up an entourage while I'm there, you know, I need to find some freewheeling hippie types, follow me around. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. How long are you going to be out there? Well, I leave on the 1st. I start playing shows on the 3rd. Um, I'm playing sh- shows basically the 3rd through the 26th. That's of March? Yeah, of March, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll be uh, headed back to the States um, 27th. Sweet. Where in Europe are you going to get to go? Um, mostly Austria and Germany. Um, I got one show in Switzerland and one show in Croatia. Nice, dude. I've heard Croatia is supreme that's what i hear everyone tells me it's going to be really really fun that's killer like, dude. okay well it's going to be fun but i'm not going to be able to drink that much because i have to drive <laughs> <laughs> that's true and that's like what your whole thinks. thing is like shifted now that you have these six to eight hour drives it's gonna be very you. hardcore that's what i think but you know that's cool <laughs> you figure it out i can do it <laughs> i'll be just fine <laughs> and uh you got some shows coming up in town as well I do, yeah. Just a few more here in, uh, in, yeah, in Portland before I leave. So the 18th, which is Saturday, I'm gonna be playing at Al's Den, at McMenamin's Al's Den, in the Crystal Hotel. That's a February. February. This month. Yes, with Paul Mauerhaus, who is um, uh, from Olympia area. Uh, he's got a residency going on there, so that's the final night of his residency. It's Saturday, February 18th, Al's Den, nice. and. The following week, I got a couple of liftoff shows. My friends at Seven Devils Brewing in Coos Bay um, are brewing a special beer, heavy mellow beer. That's right, um, dude. To commemorate the tour. And so we'll have that on tap. I'm going to be playing. I got a show in Coos Bay on the 24th and then of February uh, at the brewery. And then the 25th here in Portland at the Firkin, which will be my official uh, send-off party, you know, with the heavy mellow beer on tap and... Uh, Naked Luck is playing. Hammerhead is playing. My boys. Yeah. <laughs> so that should be fun. Um, that's a free show, too. So that's free. At the you Firkin You should go Tavern. check out music at the Firkin. Uh, that's really dope that there's always free music there. Yeah. I've been... Actually, you know, I, I book the music at the Firkin. So, oh, do you? Yeah, I've been the booker there for the past couple... Three years now, I guess. Yeah. This man wears many hats. It's the truth. <laughs> 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 that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um... I wish you the best of luck on your European adventure. It sounds it's going like to be great. Be, uh, yeah, there's going to be lots quite of the trip. bread and cheese and meat, from what I understand. And uh, I'm stoked to hear your <laughs> your open marriage record with the, the full band. That's going to be very cool. People yeah. should check that out and all the other material that you have uh, on the internets. Yeah, do it. Thanks for hanging out. Stoked yeah, to get to uh, find out a little bit about you and whatnot. Yeah, this has been a good time. Uh, we got that Dan Cable Presents official website, dancablepresents.com, the YouTube channel, where you can find uh, some of the work that uh, Forrest Brennan, who's in the house with us today, doing the, the video work. The you can go to forrestbrennan.com. Right. Check that out. Check out Mountain Air Mike. Oh, hey now. Mountain Air Sound Studios, you know, all the goods, all the people here. Loving you. Sam, where's a good spot for people to uh, get at you, man? Oh, samdensmore.com. Right on. It's a good spot. Yeah, and they can, can keep up with out. like tour dates and when you're coming through different parts of town. 
I know yeah. I got some people listening in California. So cool. You know, Sam Sam makes it down there. I I'm think, hoping to sometimes. get down to California this year. I'm also hoping to get to the South. I'm gonna try and play some shows in North Carolina and Georgia this summer. Nice, dude. Yeah, I got plans. Awesome. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna play us out with today? Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I'm always uh, I don't usually like set lists very much, you know. Yeah. And so I thought, what am I gonna play when I get here today? But since you brought it up, I'm gonna play Grandma's Art for you. Cool, dude. And uh, we're gonna I mean, have to go down to Grunge Town. I'm not gonna argue with that. This is the uh, tuning. Of Sam Densmore. <laughs> you can find this at all of the shows. He always plays the tuning. The tuning. <laughs> one of the favorite one of the favorite songs. Hey people, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe on something. Right? Good lord. <laughs> leave a review on the iTunes. That yeah. stuff is so Good helpful. Lord. If you leave a review, if we can get fifty people like in the same week to leave a review, this thing will shoot to the top of the music charts. Charts, charts, charts so quickly, right? So quickly, and then like Sam's episode is up there, and it's getting viewed by all kinds of national people, right? All kinds of people all over the world. You know, share with your friends. So Help us out. Uh, <laughs> do that. <laughs> it's Word. free. It's free to support. It's free. It's free you don't have to use them. your dollars to support. You can do that too, but just leave a review. Yeah. <laughs> Right, Forrest? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Good Lord. It's a plan. <laughs> All right, Sam. Okay. Do your yeah, thing, Take it away, man. championship. <laughs> Now the grandma's art is hanging on my wall. Time that I get to. Cleaning up my home Now I'm coming Coming Unwound Coming All night on speed It's taken over me I forgot to dream Stayed up late to preach Now I'm coming Coming
cleaning up my home mm. God damn, Sam! Woohoo! Yeah! That was rad, dude. Thank you. That's Grandma's Art. You can find that on uh, Sam Densmore's Cathartic album. Yeah. Look at that. I did it right. Yeah. I said the right thing. You did. <laughs> uh, thanks for hanging, man. Uh, we we always end this uh, this lovely program with the guests saying, it's a program, so you're it's on. It's a program. <laughs> there you go. Just like that. He did it. He did, he did, it. did it. That's how wow, you do bam, it. Bam. Right there. Sometimes uh, it takes more coaching. Sam's just right on. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Love you all. Thanks for uh, hanging hanging with us. 
Uh, thanks for checking out the program. Check out Sam's uh, records that are available online. Check out a live show. Go see any live show. Go see some local music Help and the man support go the, uh, the community. <laughs> uh, thanks so much to Forrest Brennan doing the video work today. Mountaineer Mike hey on the ones Ow. and zeros Check on the board. All you wonderful people for uh, tuning in. We got Susu, the studio dog, oh, in the house. she's sleeping over here on the couch. That's right. Put her to sleep. Uh, yeah, thanks so much. And uh, we will catch you on the flip side, Portland. Yeah, there you go. That's how it goes down, everybody. It's called Dan Cable Presents. It's a live-to-tape podcast that we do here at the uh, Space on a regular basis. A live-to-tape program. You can find all your Dan Cable Presents details at dancablepresents.com. New uh, portal for all things Dan Cable. If you need me for anything, it's mountainairmike at gmail.com, or you can always find us at mtnairstudios.com. We do live sound, we do records, podcasts, anything sound. So if you need me. There you go. All right, so see ya. See ya. Never done one, niner, It's a program. It's a program, Bible.